Good morning. Today is Wednesday, the 25th of September, 2019. Our readings for today are Psalm 119, 97 through 120, 2 Kings 6, 1 through 23, 1 Corinthians 5, 9 through 6, 8, and Matthew 5, 38 through 48. Let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our strength and our Redeemer. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Parent, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, Let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart, We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. Oops, sorry for the long pause, the folks. I thought I had um, thought I had actually paused the recording uh, when I got up to grab a cup of coffee. 
forgive me for that. Hopefully you just fast forwarded right through it. O oh God, let our mouths proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Psalm 119, verses 97 through 120. Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all day long. Your commandment makes me wiser than my enemies, for it is always with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your decrees are my meditation. I understand more than the aged, for I keep your precepts. I hold back my feet from every, e from every evil way in order to keep your word. I do not turn away from your ordinances, for you have taught me. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through your precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I have sworn an oath and confirmed it to observe your righteous ordinances. I am severely afflicted. Give me life, O Lord, according to your word. Accept my offerings of praise, O God, and teach me your ordinances. I hold my life in my hand continually, but I do not forget your law. The wicked have laid a snare for me, but I do not stray from your precepts. Your decrees are my heritage forever. They are the joy of my heart. I incline my heart to perform your statutes forever to the end. I hate the double-minded, but I love your law. You are my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. Go away from me, you evildoers, that I may keep the commandments of my God. Uphold me according to your promise that I may live, and let me not be put to shame in my hope. Hold me up, that I may be safe, and have regard for your statutes continually. You spurn all who go astray from your statutes, for their cunning is in vain. All the wicked of the earth you count as dross, therefore I love your decrees. My flesh trembles for fear of you, and I am afraid of your judgments. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from 2 Kings, chapter 6, verses 1 through 23. Now the company of prophets said to Elisha, As you see, the place where we live under your charge is too small for us. Let us go to the Jordan, and let us collect logs there, one for each of us, and build a place there for us to live. He answered, Do so. Then one of them said, Please come with your servants. And he answered, I will. So he went with them. When they came to the Jordan, they cut down trees. But as one was felling, an ax, felling a log, his axe had fell into the water. He cried out, Alas, master, it was borrowed. Then the man of God said, Where did it fall? When he showed him the place, he cut off a stick and threw it in there and made the iron float. He said, Pick it up. So he reached out his hand and took it. Once when the king of Aram was at war with Israel, he took counsel with his officers. He said, At such and such a place shall be my camp. But the man of God sent word to the king of Israel, Take care not to pass this place, because the Arameans are going down there. The king of Israel sent word to the place of which the man of God spoke. 
More than once or twice he warned such a place, so that it was on the alert. The mind of the king of Aram was greatly perturbed because of this. He called his, offi- he called his officers and said to them, Now tell me, who among us sides with the king of Israel? Then one of his officers said, No one, my lord king. It is Elisha, the prophet in Israel, who tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedchamber. He said, Go and find where he is. I will send and seize him. He was told he is in Dothan. So he sent horses and chariots there. And a great army, they came by night and surrounded the city. When an attendant of the man of God rose early in the morning and went out, an army with horses and chariots was all around the city. His servant said, Alas, master, what shall we do? He replied, Do not be afraid, for there are more with us than there are with them. Then Elisha prayed, O God, please open his eyes that he may see. So God opened the eyes of the servant, and he saw. The mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. When the Arameans came down against him, Elisha prayed to the Lord and said, Strike this people, please, with blindness. So he struck them with blindness, as Elisha had asked. Elisha said to them, This is not the way, and this is not the city. Follow me, and I will bring you to the man whom you speak, whom, whom you seek. And he led them to Samaria. As soon as they entered Samaria, Elisha said, O God, open the eyes of these men so that they may see. Then God opened their eyes, and they saw that they were inside Samaria. When the king of Israel saw them, he said to Elisha, Father, shall I kill them? Shall I kill them? He answered, No. Did you capture with your sword and your bow those whom you want to kill? Set food and water before them so that they may eat and drink and let them go to their master. So he prepared for them a great feast. After they ate and drank, he sent them on their way, and they went to their master. And the Arameans no longer came raiding into the land of Israel. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle G, a song of Ezekiel. I will take you from among all nations and gather you from all lands to bring you home. I will sprinkle clean water upon you and purify you from false gods and uncleanness. A new heart I will give you and a new spirit put within you. I will take the stone heart from your chest and give you a heart of flesh. I will help you walk in my laws and cherish my commandments and do them. You shall be my people and I will be your God. Canticle H, a song of Hosea. Come, let us return to our God who has torn us and will heal us. God has struck us and will bind up our wounds. After two days, revive us. On the third day, restore us. That in God's presence we may live. Let us humble ourselves. Let us strive to know the Lord, whose justice dawns like morning light. Its dawning as sure as the sunrise. God's justice will come to us like a shower like spring rains that water the earth. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 9, through chapter 6, verse 8. 
I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with sexually immoral persons, not at all meaning the immoral of this world, or the greedy and robbers or idol idolaters, since you would then need to go out of the world. But now I am writing to you not to associate with anyone who bears the name of brother or sister, who is sexually immoral or greedy, or is an idolater, reviler, drunkard, or robber. Do not even eat with such a one. For what, I have, what have I to do with judging those outside? Is it not those who are inside that you are to judge? God will judge those outside. Drive out the wicked person from among you. When any of you has a grievance against another, do you dare to take it to court before the unrighteous, instead of taking it before the saints? Do you not know that the saints will judge the world? And if the world is to be judged by you, are you incompetent to try trivial cases? Do you not know that we are to judge angels, to say nothing of ordinary matters? If you have ordinary cases, then, do you appoint as judges those who have no standing in the church? I say this to your shame. Can it be that there is no one among you wise enough to decide between one believer and another? But a believer goes to court against a believer, and before unbelievers at that. In fact, to have lawsuits at all with one another is already a defeat for you. Why not rather be wronged? Why not rather be defrauded? But you yourselves wrong and defraud, and believers at that. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle S, a song of our true nature. Christ revealed our frailty and our falling, our trespasses and our humiliations. Christ also revealed his blessed power, his blessed wisdom and love. He protects us as tenderly and as sweetly when we are in greatest need. He raises us in spirit and turns everything to glory and joy without ending. God is the ground and the substance, the very essence of nature. God is the true father and mother of natures. We are all bound to God by nature, and we are all bound to God by grace. And this grace is for all the world, because it is our precious mother, Christ. For this fair nature was prepared by Christ, for the honor and nobility of all, and for the joy and bliss of salvation. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Matthew chapter 5, verses 38 through 48. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist an evildoer. But if anyone strikes you on the right cheek, turn the other also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your coat, give your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go also the second mile. Give to anyone who begs from you, and do not refuse anyone who wants to borrow from you. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be children of your Father in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers and sisters, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect.
the Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Let's affirm our faith together with the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let's use today, let's see. Let's use the litany for healing in place of suffrages. It begins on page 30 of Enriching Our Worship, volume 2. Let us name before God those for whom we offer our prayers. Let us offer our prayers for God's healing, saying, Hear and have mercy. Holy God, source of health and salvation, hear and have mercy. Holy and mighty, wellspring of abundant life, hear and have mercy. Holy immortal one, protector of the faithful, hear and have mercy. Holy Trinity, the source of all wholeness, hear and have mercy. Blessed Jesus, your holy name is medicine for healing and a promise of eternal life. Jesus, descendant of David, you healed all who came to you in faith. Jesus, child of Mary, you embraced the world with your love. Jesus, divine physician, you sent your disciples to preach the gospel and heal in your name. Hear us and have mercy. Jesus, our true mother, you feed us the milk of your compassion. Hear and have mercy. Jesus, son of God, you take away our sin and make us whole. Hear and have mercy. Jesus, eternal Christ, your promised spirit renews our hearts and minds. Hear and have mercy. Grant your grace to heal those who are sick. We pray to you, O God. Hear and have mercy. 
Give courage and faith to all who are disabled through injury or illness. We pray to you, O God. Hear and have mercy. Comfort, relieve, and heal all sick children. We pray to you, O God. Hear and have mercy. Give courage to all who await surgery. We pray to you, O God. Hear and have mercy. Support and encourage those who live with chronic illness. We pray to you, O God. Hear and have mercy. Strengthen those who endure continual pain and give them hope. We pray to you, O God. Hear and have mercy. Grant the refreshment of peaceful sleep to all who suffer. We pray to you, O God. Hear and have mercy. Befriend all who are anxious, lonely, despondent, or afraid. We pray to you, O God. Hear and have mercy. Restore those with mental illness to clarity of mind and hopefulness of heart. We pray to you, O God. Hear and have mercy. Give rest to the weary and hold the dying in your loving arms. We pray to you, O God. Hear and have mercy. Help us to prepare for death with confident expectation and hope of Easter joy. We pray to you, O God. Hear and have mercy. Give your wisdom and compassion to health care workers, that they may minister to the sick and dying with knowledge, skill, and kindness. We pray to you, O God. Hear and have mercy. Uphold those who keep watch with the sick. We pray to you, O God. Hear and have mercy. Guide those who search for the causes and cures of sickness and disease. We pray to you, O God. Hear and have mercy. Jesus, Lamb of God, hear and have mercy. Jesus, bearer of our sins, hear and have mercy. Jesus, Redeemer of the world, hear and have mercy. Our parent who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy sovereignty come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the sovereignty, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. Compassionate God, you so loved the world that you sent us Jesus to bear our infirmities and afflictions. Through acts of healing, he revealed you as the true source of health and salvation. For the sake of your Christ who suffered and died for us, conquered death and now reigns with you in glory, hear the cry of your people. Have mercy on us, make us whole, and bring us at last into the fullness of your eternal life. Amen. Christ, light of, night, light of light, brightness indescribable, the wisdom, power, and glory of the world, glory of God, the Word made flesh, you overcame the forces of Satan, redeemed the world, and then ascended again to the parent. Grant Jacob and all of your children, we now pray in this tarnished world, the shining of your splendor, 
Send your Archangel Michael to defend us, to guard our going out and coming in, and to bring us safely to your presence, where you reign in the one holy and undivided trinity, to ages of ages. Strengthen your servant Andrew, O God, to go where he has to go and bear what he has to bear, that accepting your healing gifts at the hands of surgeons, nurses, and technicians, he may be restored to wholeness with a thankful heart. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Dear God, I pray for all who undergo extended courses of treatment or extended times of distress, anything where we cannot quite see the next milestone or the outcome, but must just subsist from day to day. May your grace and peace be more than enough for us, O oh God. God, I pray also this morning for my son Jack and for all young people attending schools of any degree, from pre-K to college, God. May your Holy Spirit impart knowledge and wisdom upon them, and may the peace and joy of your Lord Christ, of our God Christ, that surpasses all understanding, dwell within them and sustain them. May they be encircled by your love and light, and may they bring your love to this world. May they be forces for change towards your love and goodness. Amen. I'll share quickly with you my thoughts on the scriptures, and then it's probably about time for me to get going. I'm happy, I'm extremely happy to have had this time with you this morning. Um, let's see, what I would like to say about our psalm is that I believe the psalmist here is describing and outlining his goal, his per what he is fixing his eyes upon. He's fixing his eyes upon God and God's commandments, and he's turning away from everything else. So when he says he hates evildoers, he's turning away from that. He's turning away from temptation, and he's turning toward God's law. And let's remember that the, the greatest commandment is love, right? So. This is what we've been talking about. He's, he's turning away from everything else that's been distracting him and he's fixing himself, or as I've been saying lately, rooting myself in love and faith. And it sounds a bit formulaic as he goes through like what that looks like, the commandments, but I believe that the psalmist here is describing what that looks like in life, what turning toward and focusing on God looks like in his personal life, in the psalmist's life that and I don't think we should ever like judge others for what it looks like to them you know to me living out my life in love looks very different than some of my brothers and sisters but my way is not the only way their way is not the only way um, to to someone else um, let's just leave it at that because we could go into tons of examples but let's just say we each need to with the Holy Spirit's help envision what living a life out of faith and love, rooted in God, eyes fixed on God, means to us. Let's just leave that there. And then our Old Testament reading 
I love this. I love this one so much because the prophet leads the army into their enemy, into his king's home, and then says, give them a feast. So they sit down and they eat together, and that's so powerful. And they don't war again. God, help us. Help us to be safe from our enemies. Deliver our enemies unto yourself through us. And may we all sit down at table together and reconcile. In the holy name of your son, Jesus Christ, all this I pray. Amen. Then our New Testament reading is interesting. This is like this little excerpt is like a clarification where Paul's saying, I didn't tell you to turn away from the immoral in the world. I told you to turn away from the immoral in your community. And I think, like we were talking about yesterday, this speaks to discipline within the community of faith. But what I think we can read within the context of our readings today is that this is an admonishment for the members of the early church to help each other fix on God's law and turn away from both human temptation and also human's law, human law is the only source of problem solving, right? Because Paul goes on to say that, why are you bringing stuff to the courts of the ungodly instead of to the saints? And so I believe that this is intended, although I can really see where it gets read in a different light. I really believe this is intended to say, like, we should be helping each other grow toward the light, so to speak, you know, for plants. We should be helping each other fix on God and love and faith and turn away from the other things. And I think where we get caught up here is in the easy to describe tangibles. And we spend way too much time talking about what sexual immorality looks like. We talked yesterday about personal discernment, right? And where we help each other as friends in Christ is when we see our brother or sister suffering, we can reach out to them and we can understand their context and we can help them feel safe enough to step away in love from whatever is coming between them and God. I really think that's what this is all about. This is all about instead of us standing by and doing nothing and everybody spiraling downward into our own pits of despair and or sin or whatever you want to call it, desolation, we come together and we help each other along the walk. We are, when we are, like we were talking about yesterday, when we were walking up that spiral walk along the mountain, if we see that our friend has fallen down the side, we, we pick them up and we get them back on the path with us. We don't follow them down into the gully to lay down and die. <laughs> right? The goal is love and life. I really believe that. And I, we could really pick apart the words here. And, and I... I kind of wish I had time to, but do you want to wrap this up and also have time for what I've got on my plate today? So this is also related to our reading, our gospel reading today. And you guys have heard me talk about Walter Wink's interpretation of this before, that this is not passive resistance. This is active resistance. This is turning the persecution on its head. And for more about that, you can go back to an earlier podcast on it. I'm sorry that I don't, I should probably start doing episode numbers, right? But anyway, um, see Walter Wink for what he has to write on this subject if you want more. 
But what this is talking about is active resistance to the evildoer and doing it out of love. So everything that we've just talked about for the brothers and sisters of the kingdom, now this is what we do with the outsiders. And at the very end, the gospel reminds us to be perfect, and I believe we can safely insert in there and preserve the meaning, be perfect in love as our heavenly parent is perfect. And so that is the ultimate goal that we strive towards, towards perfect love of self, of insiders, and of outsiders. So now we have examples of how we handle within ourselves, right? All, all in the readings today, we start with the psalmist, what we do within ourselves to focus on and move towards love, what we do in our community, in our inside community, and then what we do in the outside world. And I think that this is extremely helpful. Um, and I think we can take away great lessons from all this. And I urge you all to read these readings with your Holy Spirit lenses on and see what they say to you. Um, and I'm going to do that too. God, may my heart and my mind contemplate on your word even as I go throughout my day. And may you grant me insight and understanding in how to apply these lessons, these teachings into my current context. God, grant me wisdom and insight. And God, above all else, let all my actions be pointed toward love. Let everything be rooted in love and faith, and therefore everything that comes forth be from love and faith. And let me, above all, be loving and compassionate and kind to myself, to those close to me, and to my enemies. In the holy name of your Son, Jesus Christ, I pray for reconcilia reconciliation, restoration, and healing. Amen. All right, folks, then let's, um, let's wrap up here. Oh, I forgot our um, prayer for mission. Let's go and read, guess what, the prayer to be of the St. Francis. I hope you guys aren't getting tired of it. God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time, with one accord, to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in God's name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to God from generation to generation in the church. and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen.
We live without fear, for our Creator has made us holy, has always protected us, and loves us as a good mother loves her children. We go now in peace to follow the good road, and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.